Charlie Duckworth will be our final chat this morning. Uh, Chris Waller, uh, his uh, assistant trainer. And I've seen some social media, mate, as I say good morning to you, uh, of you on Nature Strip. This is just outstanding. What a retirement. He's having the great horse. Yeah, he is. He is. No, he gets gets sport rotten at our place. So, <laughs> um, no, he, he deserve, deserves it all, doesn't he? I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he was just an absolute trooper. Took us around the world and won his connections, 20 million or so. So, um, of his... It's funny you change codes and all of a sudden he's gone from an old man being a nine-year-old to a young horse in in the equestrian game. So there's plenty of plenty of fun to be had with him over the sort of next next sort of seven or eight years, really. Absolutely, not to give you up, but you ride him without a saddle sometimes. And I mean, look, I, I'm not uh, an expert on riding horses, but I mean, Nature Strip was is not one that I would thought would be so docile to just walk around. I mean, he used to bolt just about in his races, but he's just like a since he's out of work, he just looks like he's a pony. Is that is that right? Yeah, it's it's amazing. He yeah. um he actually he he arrived with us on a Friday, and J Mac came out on Sunday morning. So he'd been out of out of work for all of all of two days, and he he popped um he popped his little daughter on his <laughs> back just in, in you know in a rug, and he she's just unfazed. He's just I guess that's probably why he was so good. He was. Despite him being a keen going type, he he probably just took it all in, and um, maybe in his in, in his race manners, he was he was flighty, but always walking around the parade ring and things like that. Um, he's always been always been quiet, and even cantering down to the start, like he didn't go down with a pony, and you'd think he probably would. Mm. I remember actually speaking to Marcus Armitage, who who's um, who's one of the best amateurs in the UK and he writes for the Daily Telegraph up there. Um, he won the Grand National, his Grand National winning jockey. And he said to me when he watched him canter down at the start, he said, oh, gee, I thought he was going down to the start of the champion chase at Cheltenham. He goes down that relaxed and this big old pearly <laughs> type. So he's a pretty unusual character, but he's, he's, he's a legend and very proud to have him at home. Yeah, good on you, mate. Uh, race one today for Chris uh, and yourself, Canara. Uh, we spoke to Karen McAvoy this morning. He likes this filly. Um, she was good on debut. Yeah, she was. She um, she obviously got a bit got a bit lost, um, being obviously first start. Um, but she hadn't had a pretty solid gallop on Monday morning here, um, and she still she still is green. And I do think she's she is going to be a better horse in time. Um, but when it comes up with a field of ended up being a field of six, and you've drawn soft, and um, you've got Kieran who is who was pretty animated the day he got, got off for here at Rose Hill. He he actually came out a couple of races after the after um he rode her and said, guys, I I, I basically I'm, I just want to be wherever she's going. Wow. So um yeah, <laughs> and we we were rumming and ironing whether we even ran here, and he said, well, I'd rather sit in the room than miss out on the option of riding her. So I don't care whether it's whether it's fifty fifty or less. I'm I won't be taking a ride if. If, she, if there's, a, if there's a, even a slim chance of her going there, so um, that's obviously a pretty big push in her direction. But the favourite looks very hard to beat. What about Fine Point in race seven, the festival? Yeah, I think I think she can run a huge race. Um, she's obviously drawn soft. Uh, she gets in gets in with a with a pretty decent weight. Um, she's she's probably a filly that. Um, is a sort of fringe type in these races, but deserve, but deserves a nice win. Um, her work on Tuesday, I thought, was exceptional. Kieran actually galloped her on Tuesday, and, and we came in giving her a glowing report. So, 
I think she, I think she's a genuine winning chance. Yeah, absolutely. Would is do you know if the boss will back her up next week uh, in the Ingham if she runs well? Um, I think the Ingham's get, like with with the um, with the prize money boost. I think it's it obviously was was always a, a decent race to Villiers, but I think the last few last few years it sort of dropped off. But I think it's actually building up again. Like you look at our, our noms, and it's 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 going to be a pretty pretty tough race when you've got the likes of Age of Kings and Osipanko and yep. okay. all of those horses going there. So it's um, yeah, I, I'd say it wouldn't be on the radar. Christmas Cup, Cucaracha, race nine. Yeah, I think he can really bounce back. Especially Tommy. So Tommy galloped on the track this morning. Said it is a six, but it's probably on the worst side of a six. So if that stays around and um, and we get get a couple of showers through the day, which are actually forecast. So I I think look, I know it's sort of a while between drinks, but I, I think he's a genuine genuine chance. Um, he'll love the wet track. He'll enjoy the distance. He's yeah, he's. He's a Derby winner at the end of the day, mm. um, and this could be his race. Let's talk about Melbourne. Uh, two in race nine, Frumos and Thalassophile. Yeah, Thalassophile's nice, nice filly. They're, they're actually both coming from the Maston stable. Um, yeah, she's she's obviously drawn drawn to get drawn to get a nice run. Should be a, should be a good chance. And Frumos, she's on the backup, um, but she seems to be seems to be t- taking a racing really well. So, look, it's um, it's 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 a black type race, and and these horses you, you need to be trying to trying to build their pedigree page, uh, especially when they when they get into their four and five year old year. And just finally, uh, what have you heard about this Japanese horse in race ten, uh, Lord of Sion? Um, exciting to have him on our shores for you long. Yeah, it is very exciting, very exciting. Huge privilege to have been been entrusted with him. Um, look, obviously, if he if he brings his A game. Today, then he he should realistically he should just absolutely blow them away. Um, we do sort of think that he's probably a run behind. Um, he's just taking a while to come to hand. Um, so look, he's it, it's I know it's not really giving much of a much of an indication either way. But um, if, if he can hit the line well today, then then I I, I think it'll be incredibly hard to beat beat second up. Um, but I do I do think he might just need the run today. Runners everywhere: Newcastle, Doombin, Caulfield, Rose Hill. Um, what's the the runner you're most excited to see race today for Chris Waller Racing? I I think um, I think Cookeracha. Mm. What about the one uh, that won the last yesterday? The ex Hong Kong horse on the Kenzo. Um, it was twenties into fours or something. You left us out there. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty interesting one. We, well, I just thought the the distance would be too short. He's obviously been racing up over a mile up in up in Hong Kong, um, but he was obviously just just far too classy. Nash rang us at about ten to ten to twelve on Wednesday when we put him on the horse with less weight from a better barrier. We thought we were doing him a favour, but he rang and, <laughs> and told us we we weren't doing him a favour at all, and he must ride the other one. So. I know. He, he obviously knew. He knew, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> Good on you. Good to speak to you, Charlie. Good to Andrew.